0: Welcome to Drop a Word podcast, hosted by Reverend Brenda Murray. This podcast is designed for illumination, application, and transformation. Illumination, you understand what you have heard. Application, you apply to your life what you have heard. And that's where transformation takes place. So open up your heart and let God drop a word. Welcome to Drop A Word Podcast. This is Rev. Brenda Murray, your host. This is Episode 3, and for the next 6 episodes, I will be doing a series on the Christian lifestyle. Did you know that believers are to exemplify certain lifestyles that represent Jesus Christ? Now, there are many lifestyles we should show forth as Christians, but I'm going to zero in on 6 of them. The first of the lifestyle series is a lifestyle of surrender. A lifestyle of surrender. I subtitle it A and A, meaning all and all. God wants our all and all. Lifestyle is just your way of life, and surrender is. Or a lifestyle of surrender is a lifestyle that believers should simplify. A lifestyle of total surrender to the Lord. You probably heard of this old old quote. It goes way 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 back, but I think it is um, relevant for this particular message. A lifestyle of surrender. And it goes like this this quote goes like this A pig and a chicken were walking down the road. As they passed a church, they noticed that a potluck charity breakfast was underway. Caught up in the spirit, the pig suggested to the chicken that they each make a contribution. Great idea, the chicken cried. Let's offer them ham and eggs. Not so fast, said the pig. Hold up, hold up. For you, that's just a contribution. But for me, it's my all and all. And God desires our all and all. Surrender, total surrender, or surrender lifestyle, I understand it is not easy. I struggle with it, and so many other people struggle with it every day surrendering God our everything. But remember how Jesus agonized over God's plan for salvation so much that he, sweat, that he sweated great drops of blood. He did not want to go through the rejection, the pain and death that he was about to endure by going to the cross. However, Jesus ended his prayer with not as I will, but as you will. No, it's true. Total surrender to God is not easy, but it is necessary if we're going to fulfill God's plans for our lives. I want to say that again. Total surrender is not easy, but it is necessary. If we're going to fulfill God's plans for our lives, it will take our all and all. In the Old Testament, when the priest placed the dead animal sacrifice on the altar, the fire of God came down and consumed all the sacrifice, much like what happened in 1 Kings 18.38, when Elijah on Mount Carmel built the altar for the Lord. The Bible said, then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and lick up the water that was in the trench. That is basically what God wants to do in our lives. He desires to consume all of us, but it takes you and it takes me surrendering our all in all to him. I heard someone say that God cannot consume what you don't want to put on the altar, or he cannot consume what you don't put on the altar. If you don't put it on the altar, God cannot consume it. The dictionary definition of surrender means to submit, yield, submission, give in, Give up, relinquish, give it up completely. All the things we don't want to do. Spiritually, it means to it means that a believer completely gives up his own will and subjects his thoughts, ideas, and deeds to the will and teaching of a higher power. Now that higher power is Jesus. We call him Lord, but we don't want to surrender to his lordship. When we call him Lord, we should bring everything, surrender everything to his lordship. And it doesn't matter what it is. Surrender is also a battle term. It implies giving up all rights to the conqueror when an opposing army surrender they lay down their arms and the winner takes control from then on surrendering to god works the same way we stop fighting we stop struggling we lay down our arms we lift up our hands and we totally surrender our all in all to the lord Now, there are three things um, that I want to talk about. Three things that is required when you give God your all in all. And number one, if you're going to give God your all in all, it requires giving up the self-life. The self-life. This is very crucial Giving up the self-life. The lifestyle of surrender is difficult for most of us because it involves our will. It involves our emotion and mind. And all of that is part of the self-life. The lifestyle of surrender requires us to deny the self-life. Let me see. The self-life consists of self-love. We love some self self-will, we have strong wills, self-centeredness, everything is centered around us, self-exhortation, whenever you hear someone putting someone down, all they doing is exalting themselves. Self-pleasure, self-pity, self-reliance, uh, self-confidence, self-dependence, Everything is centered on self. But look what Jesus said in Matthew 16 and 24. If anyone, if any uh, man, if any woman, any boy, any girl will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. To deny himself means to deny the self-life. Get yourself out of the way. Take up your cross and follow him. Bearing your cross means dying to the self-life. So number one, if you're going to live a life totally surrendered to the Lord, totally allowing him to, to be Lord of your life, If you are going to walk a lifestyle of surrender, you're going to have to give up the self-life. You're going to have to get self out of the way. And number two, if you're going to walk a lifestyle of surrender, it requires you to give up your will. Will is also part of the self-life. But a lifestyle of surrender is giving up your will for God's will. Look at what Jesus said. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Jesus gave up his will for God's will. Two wills became one will. See, the verse did not say that Jesus did not have a will. Jesus had a will. But Jesus said, I am coming all the way down from heaven, not to do my own thing not to do or have my own plan, not to do my own desires. I came all the way down from heaven to do the will of my Father. You had the Father's will, you had Jesus' will, and they were not opposing one another. They were not against one another. They were not fighting one another. Jesus took his will, bought his will completely under the will of the Father. And so the Father will and the Son will became one will. Jesus came all the way down from heaven, not to do his own will, but the will of him that sent me. If God sent you, you should be doing his will. You should be doing His will. The surrendered life is giving everything to God. You give Him your will, your personal goals, your desires and ambition so that God can reveal His desires, His ambition, and His goals for your life. I mean, everything comes under the control of the Lord. What you have to do is, when we talk about it requires giving up your will, you allow Jesus to take the driver's seat, and then you take your hands off the wheel. Let me say that again, because if you're ever taking driver lesson, and I have, A lot of times when the student is driving, they're in the driver's seat, and then the instructor sometimes will put his hand on the wheel to help direct them. But when it comes down to Jesus Christ, you let him do the driving, and you take your hands completely off the wheel. In other words, you let him be completely in control. I know a lot of us are afraid to give God our will and our all in all because we love to be in control. But let me tell you, nothing that is under his control can ever be out of control. If it is in God's control... It can never be out of control. I don't care how chaotic it looks. I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care how dark it looks. But if you have put it under the control of the Lord, it is not out of control. So nothing that is under His control can ever be out of control. And then number three, to live a lifestyle of surrender, it really requires walking by faith it really does uh, surrendering to God surrendering to God your all or all takes faith uh, the kind of faith that Abraham had you remember when God told Abraham get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father house into a land that I will show thee that took faith that also took a surrendered life because faith is following where God leads you, even without knowing where you will end up. When God told Abraham, get out of your, your your country, get away from your kindreds, Abraham obeyed God. Abraham had no idea where he was going. He had no idea where God was taking him. A lifestyle of surrender takes faith because when God speaks to you, you have no idea where God is taking you. Also, uh, a surrendered lifestyle takes faith. It takes obedience. Remember what Abraham did? Abraham departed. And the Bible said he was 75 years old. It doesn't make any difference how young you are. Doesn't make any difference how old you are. You can still live a lifestyle of surrender, and it does take faith. And faith is trusting that God will provide no matter what, even without knowing how it will happen. You remember when God told Abraham, Take your son, Isaac, your only son? He took his son up to sacrifice for him. But God provided a ram in the bush. Sometimes that's what faith is. Faith is trusting God. Trusting God that will provide and he will. And that also takes a lifestyle of surrender. Not only that with the lifestyle of surrender, it takes faith. But you know, with faith, it also takes waiting on the Lord. You remember I told you Abraham was 75 years old. When um when God told him to leave his homeland, also 75 years old when God promised him a son. Abraham was a hundred years old when Isaac was born. So what am I saying? I'm saying that a lifestyle of surrender. With faith involved, you can wait on the Lord. You don't have to uh, worry. You don't have to uh, give God a time when to do it, how to do it. But faith is waiting on God. The Bible said after Abraham had patiently endured Hebrews 6 and 15, he attained the promise. And and faith also is It will bring you to the end of your rope. Not so much faith, but a lifestyle of surrender and faith will bring you to the end of your rope. When Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thy perfect. And what had happened is, Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar. Sarah told Abraham, Go into Hagar. Maybe that's the way God wants us to have a child, and that's for how Ishmael came along. The commentary says between the time that Ishmael was born and the very next time that God spoke to Abraham, it was fourteen years. And when God finally spoke to Abraham, He said, "I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thy perfect." A lifestyle of surrender will walk before the Lord, will we'll, uh, 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 be perfect before God, and will allow God to be in control. I want to read this particular verse because I did not give a foundation verse. But this is out of Gal- Galatians 2.20. Uh, it said, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. But Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. A lifestyle of surrender is pleasing to the Lord. This is Reverend Brenda Murray, the host of Drop a Word podcast. I pray that you were illuminated. I pray that you were able to apply this word, and I pray that transformation takes place. So stay tuned for the next episode, which will be episode four, and we're going to talk about a lifestyle of victory. Every believer, because of what Jesus Christ did on Calvary for us, should walk a victorious lifestyle.